Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome, welcome, welcome to day five of the Build to Last workshop. I'm so happy to have you all here with us again. This is day five. We have spent so much time together over these last couple of days, and I'm so, so grateful to be here again with you on day five. So as you're coming in and as you're saying hello, I know so many people have already said hello. I want to let you know in the comments, we're on day five. We're right before the weekend. It's Friday, one o'clock Eastern. You know, so many of you guys are heading home for the weekend shortly after this. And so what I want to ask you guys is what of these five Ds has truly been worth it for you? What are those giant mindset shifts that you have now that you didn't know five days ago? What do you know today that you did not know five days ago? Because here's what's so important to remember. We go to so many events. We go to so many different conferences. We go to so many different experiences. And sometimes we're not even processing or aware of how much we've grown at that event or have we grown at all right? So I want you to get clear. What do I know today that I didn't know five days ago? Because that is going to be a marker for you of if in five days, this is how my mindset has shifted. What happens when I take the next step? What happens if the next step is right for me to join the inner circle, to join the owner's group? What would my life look like in 90 days from now? If my life changed in five days, what does my life look like in 90 days from now? So I want to hear, hey guys, hey everyone, Aaron, hello, that I can and will implement the block schedule. Amazing. So five days ago, Aaron wasn't sure that she was capable of doing something like this. And now she knows that she is, right? Just look at that. Like that is life-changing. Five days of life-changing information that you know that you are capable of doing this. Amazing. Kim, daily themes and time blocking. I love it. Guys, these are the foundations. You have these amazing foundations. And for those of you that have these amazing foundations in place, and for those of you that have seen this transformation, connect with your accountability advisor and tell her, I want more information on the director's inner circle. If you are scared or you're not sure, or you know if you're, you don't know you're the right fit, that means that something in your heart is pulling you and telling you this is the next step and you just need that small push to see, maybe I should get on the phone with Hani. Maybe I should get on the phone and see if this is the right fit for me. Message your accountability advisor. Tell her, you know, I'm unsure. I'm thinking about it. Maybe I should. We'll get into a three-week conversation. I will let you know right off the bat if you're a fit or not. We only want people that are a fit. We only want people that are truly going to get results that we can help. So if something in your heart is calling you, make sure you fill out that application so that we can have a conversation together. 
Okay, so Tracy's talking about, um, let's see here, let me go back, scroll back up here. Um, okay, theme days, time blocking, boundaries for my time, amazing Karen. Diane, setting boundaries, theme days, making my work life more efficient and effective. Look at these life-changing results. Five days, five hours, five days, this is how your life changes. This is what we do here at Schools of Excellence. We change lives. Amy, getting back to my time blocking, just the motivation to do better. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also knowing it's okay for me to focus on me every once in a while. Exactly. COVID is not an excuse. Oh, I love Mel that that is your biggest takeaway. Exactly. Look at these life-changing results. Guys, you don't even realize the ripple effect of what you are declaring. So everyone who is live, everyone who's watching the replay, declare in the comments what you know today that you didn't know five days ago. Because as you articulate that, that gives you the clarity that you need to step up, to own your worth, to move to the next level. Remember, we make decisions from a place of where we want to be, not from we are right now. So if you're thinking like, oh, but I don't have enough time. That's where your current position is. We make decisions from a place of where we want to be. I want to be in a place where I have more time. I want to be in a place where I have more freedom. I want to be in a place where X, Y, and Z. Great. The decision, this gap from here to where you want to be is making a new move. So whether that means you invest in our program and you see if you're the right fit or you go and go somewhere else to get training, it doesn't matter. The point is, if you need to make a decision from where you are to where you want to be and the decision that you make needs to be from where you want to be, not from where you are right now. Anyone who's made decisions in their life from their current state stays in their current state. So when you make a decision from, can I afford it? You'll never be able to afford it. When you make a decision from, do I have enough time? You will never have enough time. When you make a decision from, am I brave enough? You will never be brave enough. Those things are never enough, ever. We make a decision from where we want to be. We leap. We make the leap and then we do the work to close that gap. That is how we move forward in life. That is how we propel forward, right? I didn't move my family of six from New York to Florida because I was ready. I didn't move my family from New York to Florida because I was able to afford it. I didn't move my family from New York to Florida because I had the time, energy, or capacity. I moved the family because that was where I wanted to be. And so I made a decision from where I wanted to be. And then I took all the steps necessary to get there. If I made a decision about where I was, I would still be in New York right now. I would still be there. But we have to make a decision from where we want to be, not from where we are today. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Joe. We love Joe. So amazing to have you inside here. Yes. I need more Hani in my life. I love that, Erin. Oh, thank you. Um, definitely make sure to apply. I would love to connect with you on that. So today's agenda is twofold. We're going to talk a little bit about leading difficult conversations. I'm going to give you guys some really great tangible scripts um, and some great tools to add to your toolbox because I want you to be more empowered and I want you to be more skilled when you come back to work on Monday morning. And then we are going to go into all the different questions that you guys have left in the comments throughout this week, questions that came in the DMs, questions that came in via email, all the different questions, and I'm going to answer all of them today. So make sure you're taking notes. This is also going to be accessed on the recording and on our podcast if you want to go back and re-listen to it. So make sure you're subscribed to our podcast, the Schools of Excellence podcast. So if you want to just re-listen to it in audio format on the way back home, absolutely make sure you are subscribed and download the episode so you don't miss an episode. Okay. So I want to get started with one of the first questions that I got in, which was about I see teachers problem solving and I want them to be bringing me solutions. I don't want them to just come to me with their problems. So give me a quick yes in the comments in caps lock or an emoji. If you want to know how to do that, if you want to know how to get your teachers to start bringing you solutions 
not just problems. Bring you solutions, not just problems. Let me see from you guys. Let me hear in the comments. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's do this. Let me hear from you guys. Let me hear from you guys. Who wants to have teachers that bring them solutions, not just problems? Okay, good stuff. Okay, Nancy, Brenda, Naomi, amazing. Okay, so we start with a simple strategy. Again, at every stage of growth in the pyramid of excellence, right, in that journey of going from survival all the way through the different stages of growth in your school, at each stage, there are different strategies that you will implement, different systems and processes that are going to help you move forward. So in this current stage that you're in, wherever you guys are, the number one strategy to implement is the two option, option solution. That's what the strategy is called. It's called the two option solution. And how does that work? Well, you set a standard in the company, which is when you come to me with a problem, I want you to suggest two solutions. So let's say, for example, teacher comes to you and says, hey, Miss Amy, we are having some issues during lunchtime. We have a lot of kids getting up. You know, things are a little bit chaotic. Um, my assistant teacher is bringing X, Y, and Z. I need your help to solve the problem. Okay. So what you respond to her typically is we go into fixer mode, right? We're going to be the warrior. We're going to be the hero. We're going to come in and we're going to fix the day, right? Because here's the thing. Every single person that is live or watching the replay or listening to the podcast knows the answer to that question or knows a bunch of different ways to solve that. Give me some love, hearts, comments, likes, show me some love here if you can answer that question. Simple question, right? What do I do? Lunch is a little bit chaotic, right? Everyone knows here how to answer that question. Yes, let me see from you guys. Who knows how to answer that question? Awesome. Awesome. Show it. Bring it in. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Good stuff. Okay. So here's the deal. Yes, you're very smart. And that's what you do. You know how to answer those questions. Here's the problem. Every single time you answer the question, you are training your people that they are handicapped and they are not smart enough to make their own decisions and choices. And the more that you do that, the more that they become learned helplessness and the more that they're going to come to you and ask you questions and you cannot do your work. Whenever I hear a director tell me, but I have to answer these questions, but I get all these problems, you have built a monster. You have designed an environment and a culture where you are the person who has all the answers when really that couldn't be farther from the truth. Every single teacher knows the answer inside of herself. She doesn't trust herself enough to answer the question. The same way with you, every single one of you who are watching knows if you really should be part of the inner circle or the program. You don't trust yourself enough to believe that you're going to be able to take the strategies that we teach you and take action. Your teachers are the exact same way. They know the answer to the question. They know the answer. They want your reassurance that it's going to be unequivocally 100% for sure. It's going to work out. And then guess what? If it doesn't work out, you're the one who gave me the idea. So it's your fault. You need to be held accountable to it. So that is why they don't want to make that decision. They defer all decisions back to you because the person who makes the decision is the person who is accountable. Put that in the comments. I want you to remember that every day of your life. The person who makes a decision is the person who's held accountable. That is why the teachers do not want to make the choices. That is why they keep coming to you with their problems, because they don't want to be held accountable to it. It is so much easier to come to you, have you answer the question in five seconds, and then if it doesn't work out, oh, but that's what Miss Amy told me to do, right? Or if it doesn't work out, well, well, Lisa told me to do that, 
right? It's never like, well, did you use your own brain and realize that that probably wasn't the best decision? And Lisa isn't God. And so she isn't always going to make the best choice. And so she's human. So use your own brain, right? But what happens is, is we defer decision-making because we don't want to be held accountable. So what we do is we do the two options solution. We come to the person and we say, that is a really great question. What are two ways that you think that we can solve the problem? And she looks at me and she's like, I don't know. That's why I came to you. Great. Sounds like you need a little bit more thinking time. How about you sit over here for a couple minutes? I'm going to go grab some coffee. I'm going to go get water. I'll come back in a few minutes and let me know what your two options are. And then you leave the room and you actually show her that you're going to hold her accountable. You leave the room and you come back five minutes later and then you ask her, what are some of the options that you thought about? I didn't think of anything. Okay. Sounds like you need a little bit more time because anyone who is working with kids or is in the classroom has an idea inside of her. She does. I don't care how stupid it is. She has an idea. And the point is, is you need her to start speaking her ideas because only when she starts speaking, can you realize the gaps in her leadership? And then can you realize, oh, one second, so many of my teachers are making this kind of choices. That means I need to bring in better training for my staff on this topic, right? Do you know what drives me crazy? Do you know what makes my hair stand up? When I am in Facebook groups and I hear directors saying, I have an open professional development day. What should I talk about? And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You're asking the universe what you should talk about at a professional development day. How do you not know the answer to that? You know the answer to that because you are consistently keeping the pulse of what's happening in your school through conversation, through observations, through one-on-ones, through consistent conversation. You know exactly what's happening. You don't ask in a Facebook group, what should I talk about with my staff? Director and Joe Schmoland has no idea who your teachers are and what you should talk about. Anytime an owner comes to me like, hey, can you do professional development for my staff? And I'm like, well, what are the problems in your school? What's going on right now? Where are the gaps? What are the roadblocks? Where do you need to go next? What are your goals? Let's assess so we can see, okay, what makes sense, right? What is the next step? The wise person is the one who asks the most questions. The wise person is the one who asks more questions. The person who has all the answers is not the wise person. The person who has all the questions is the wise person. You want to be wise, not smart. You want to be wise, not smart. You want to be the navigator, not the fixer. You want to be the navigator, not the fixer. Ask questions. Ask questions, put it back in their court. Let the people make the decision. Let the other people make the decision. Okay, so that's a two option solution. Great strategy, works really well. Alex Burnett, actually, um, I posted a a screenshot of her yesterday. Um, She has an entire system that she has created in her school on the two option solution. She has an entire spreadsheet of how she tracks every single teacher and are they bringing her options instead of problems. Um, She actually shared that in our membership, she has her whole tracking system and how she sees, okay, who's ready to be up leveled? Who's next? Who's my next leader? right? So she took this strategy and she totally made it into this incredible, incredible system. And one of the things that we do in our membership is insider shares. We are members who have working systems get up and share, oh, this system is what's working for me right now. And they teach it. So next week we actually have um, one of our members is doing a um, insider share on parent care. How does she take care of her parents? How does she do it? What is her process? How does she track it? How does she hold teachers accountable to it? All the things, 
right? Because you want to be learning from real humans who are bringing in real systems and how they're working and operating in their school. Like that's how we do things here. I don't just give you regurgitated information from Google and YouTube. If you want that, go to Google and YouTube. It's free. Don't come here. This is a place where we have proven and tested systems that work from real humans, from real people who are doing hard shit. Like that's what we do here. Okay. So that's a two option solution that I would um, recommend. Okay. The other question that I got a whole bunch of times is I don't have time. I don't have time to do this, right? Do I have time? I have to be with my family. I have to be here. I have all these things going on. I have kids. I have a husband. I have this. I have aging parents. I have this. I have a special needs child, all the things, right? Right. Let me know in the comments, right? Just say, I, if you are asking the question, will I have time to do this? Let me know in the comments. Just let's get into conversation here, right? This is a really open conversation because one of the things that you want to recognize is when you ask the question, will I have time? You're going back to what I taught on day two on the three misses the director's time, which is I do finish all my tasks. There just isn't enough time in a day, right? I do finish all my projects. There just isn't enough time in a day. And that is a myth. It's a lie. There's no such a thing as there just isn't enough time in a day. When there isn't enough time in a day, it means that you are not prioritizing and you are not creating the right system and structure for you to move forward. Because here's something for you to write down and you can put this in the comments or you can write it on your, on your desk. You ready? Success in anything in life is a result of doing the right thing at the right order in the right time. The right thing in the right order at the right time. So you could be doing the right thing at the wrong time. And that's why you're not getting any traction. You could be doing the wrong thing at the right time. And now it's like, whoa, this isn't really like adding up over here. It's right thing, right order, right time. And so when someone tells me I don't have enough time in my day, what they're really telling me is I don't know how to decide what's important and what's not. I don't know how to create boundaries and say no. I don't know how to delegate properly and what truly is a priority for in three months from now and what is a priority for today. I'm not sure how to sequence this thing builds on this thing and then that thing builds on that thing. I think that that thing is more important when really this is more important. That's what that really means. So if you're saying, I don't know if I have enough time, I don't know if I have the bandwidth to do this. There's too much going on in my school right now. I need to wait for things to quiet down. Things never quiet down. Remember I said that on day one, it's always a busy time. Things never quiet down. You decide when to quiet things down. You show up as a leader and say, we're slowing down. These are the new priorities. This is what's happening. We are not focusing on this until we get over here. Okay. We're not we're touching this until we get clear over here. So when someone says I don't have time, it means I need someone to guide me and show me what is truly important and what is not. And what is the sequence to get it done then? So anyone that answered I in the comments or anyone that answered I in their head, but didn't put it in the comments, that means that you're probably an amazing fit for the program. And I would strongly recommend that you apply and see if you're a right fit. And we could jump on the phone and have a conversation because when we have a conversation, you're going to get crystal clear on, okay. This is really the first thing that we have to do next. And this is where I build on from here. And then you decide, you know what? I am ready to take the leap of faith. Or you know what? I'm still don't believe in myself enough. And I'm not ready to take that leap, right? Like you need, you owe yourself the chance to apply and see if it actually makes sense for you. Stop letting fear rule your life. Do not make decisions from scarcity. Scarcity is not just about money. People have time scarcity, right? I don't have enough time. That's scarcity. There is more than enough time to go around in the world. 
that you need to just decide how you allocate those time. There is more than enough money going around in the world. When people say, I don't have enough enrollment, I don't have enough teachers. There are 7 billion humans on this planet. We have a lot of clients who are not struggling with finding staff. There is a system and process of how we do this stuff, okay? We wanna make sure that we're looking at things in the right way, okay? So what I actually wanna show here is, I'm gonna actually share my screen um, every once in a while here, and I'm gonna show you the system and process that we have in the directors in our circle or the owners group, so you can see what you'd actually be getting when you join. So I'm gonna show you over here, this is in our directors inner circle and owner's place. This is one of the first things in how to hire staff. So inside here, we have an entire step-by-step -step process. Who are your staff? A step-by-step -step guide for hiring your ideal teacher and the interview process. So we have the entire framework. Then we also have how to onboard, the entire process of how to onboard. We also have an entire training section on how to create a job description, how to put it out there, how to create metrics, how to know who to weed out and who not to weed out, and what do you do in the onboarding? Day one, day two, day three, day 10, day 20, day 40. We have all of the processes inside of there. So give me a hands up um, in the comments if you would love a proper onboarding and training system. Like, okay, now I don't need to figure this out on my own. I don't need to try to like understand like, how do I do this? And how do I do this? And how does this get put together? And how does this get put together? I don't know. It's all here for you already. Plug and play. Make it work for your school. All right. Let me know in the comments. Who wants that? Who wants to have um, something that walks them through that process? Okay. The other question, amazing, amazing. Joe, um, connect with Sarah so she can give you access to that. It's in your membership. So connect with her and she'll give you access to it right now. Um, another question that I get all the time is how do I get my questions answered? So I've heard from a bunch of different people who have asked like, okay, when I join the membership, what if I have a question? What if I need to get something answered? What if I don't know where something is? What if I have a particular issue that I need to get solved? Okay, let me know in the comments who has had that question, right? Who want, who is thinking about like, okay, how do I get my question answered? Amazing. So I want to walk you through how we do support in the inner circle and owners different from how we do support from how other people do support. So we have multiple layers. Okay. Layer number one is you get a personal onboarding call. Okay. So you and Sarah, our um, chief accountability advisor, she will connect with you and she will sit with you while you tell her what your personal goals and dreams are for the membership. And she is going to let you know, okay, here are your first steps in the journey. Watch this training, download this PDF and connect with me back in a week. You go, you do the work, you come back to her. She tells you, great. Now this is your next step. Do this, do this. So you're not overwhelmed. You don't log in and see a thousand stuff and don't know what to pick. We don't let you do that. We don't leave that up to chance. We let you know what your steps are based on where you are in the journey. Okay. So when you're stuck and you don't know where to find things, you message Sarah. When you need emotional support or connection, or you're not sure how to do this, you message Sarah. She's there for you. She's there for you to connect with you. Okay. I myself am the strategic advisor in the group. So I run something called strategic advisory. Every single Monday morning, we do strategic advisory. I come in and I teach a specific area that is timely to what is happening currently in the industry. And I help you move those roadblocks. So the last two weeks, I did two trainings on how to remove gossip. What is gossip in a school and how to remove it? How many of you would love to know how to let go of gossip and sarcasm and latenesses and attendance? We did all of those things on strategic advisory and people can ask questions. I'm live. I'm there in the group with them. And so I'm answering those questions. So that's strategic advisory. Then we also have support calls. So when you have a question, we have a chance for you to come on, ask your questions, hear how I'm coaching other directors through the journey. 
And then you can take that advice and go take action, right? And then we have the Facebook group. So someone came into Facebook group and said, hey, I have two co-teachers. I'm not sure how to set up the process. Can someone help me? Boom, tons of comments. Everyone wanted to help her. Someone else said, I need to let go of a teacher. How do I let the parents know, um, you know how I let her go? Does anyone have a sample letter? Boom, bunch of people said. So what you're looking for is speed, right? Whenever I hear a director tell me I don't have time, it's because you're spending time on things that were already created. Stop it. When you're stuck, come into the group and ask, hey, who has a letter? Bunch of people have done that before. Hey, I need to hire an onboard. I need a checklist. We've done that. We have done all of the legwork for you, created the system, created the process, created the checklist. Now you take it and you make it your own right? You know how many hours you spend trying to reinvent the wheel? Do you know how many hours you spend on Google and Pinterest and YouTube trying to find the answer to something? Don't do it. We have designed the membership for you to go in and find exactly what you need. And if you can't find it there, you have a personal concierge that you can message and say, hey, where is this? And they'll answer you, right? You're not calling India and getting a custom, like talking through an entire automated system and still don't get a human. Human. Real people, real humans, remember? So you want to make accelerated results, you have to make a decision of where you want to be. You want to make a decision of where you want to be, okay? Yes, Mel, all strategic advisory is recorded and in the membership. So ask Sarah for that so you can get that. Okay, so that is another question that I get all of the time. By the way, as I'm going through these questions that came in, if you have other questions, please let me know in the comments. I'll answer those first, right? So let me know in the comments, what are some of your other questions um, about either this past week, about the program? Ask me your questions. Um, also, I can answer a lot of those questions when you apply and we get on a one-on-one -on -one together. So make sure to do that. If you're in your heart is calling you and it's telling you, this is the right time for me. This is where I need to go. Okay. So the next question that I get a lot is, you don't understand. Like my school, we're in suburbia. Like we can't find a lot of people. Um, you know, my teachers wear like yellow sweaters and like green pants and my parents drive like Volvos and, you know, just you, you, like, you, like my school is different. Like you don't understand. Like I live in the middle of the Indian islands and like my school is different. And like, I live in the middle of the New York city. My school is different. Raise your hand if you have ever said anything like that before. Like, my school's different. I'm different. My teachers are different. My board is different. The priest is different by me. The rabbi is different by me. My owner is different by me. This one's different here. This Who has fell? We've all been. I'm going to raise my hand. Like, I've done that sometimes, right? Where we've said, but I'm different. But my situation is different. Okay? Let me know in the comments. Who has said that? Okay, so here's the thing. We all do that sometimes because what it does is it keeps us safe. It keeps us safe because if I'm different, that means I don't have to hold myself accountable to those success results because of course I can't get those results. I'm different, right? Of course I can't leap like that. I'm different. Of course I can't build that kind of empire. I'm different. So it keeps us small. It keeps us safe because it allows us to not step up to that bigger game because I'm not like them. That's why I can't do that. I'm not like them. That's why I can't do that. My school is different. We have a smaller budget. I don't have as many kids in the classroom. I have this. I have that. Keeps you small. Here's what you need to know how to do. You need to know how to take information and content and training. And you know how to say, okay, how does this make sense for me? How does this apply to me? How do I use this and help this become a million dollar asset in my company? How do I actually do that? I cannot tell you how many people have come through our program and gone from in debt to multiple seven figure empires inside their schools, 
right? People who have thought, oh, I, I can never do that. We have a small town community. I'm a private school. We only accept a certain amount of kids. We only accept a certain demographic. Like there's only a certain amount of people here. There aren't even enough for us to be at full capacity. I have heard the gamut. The person who is ready to say, I am not going to use that as an excuse anymore because I want a beautiful life. I want something different. When you want something different, you have to do something different. You can't do what everyone else does. Everyone else says my school is different so they could play small so they don't need to be held accountable. You want to be different? You got to do something different. You got to take the leap. And you have to say, you know what? I'm going to take the leap because in our program, we have people of every single different faith every single faith, every single nationality and background. We have multiple different um, um, speaking languages inside. We have people from that are regiment inspired, Montessori, progressive, Waldorf, faith-based, no faith. Every single type of school is inside the program, which shows you again and again that this isn't about, will this work for me? It's about, do I trust myself that I will know how to work the system? Write that in the comments. Will I trust myself that I know how to work the system? And here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to trust yourself this much, just a tiny bit, to take the first step. Because once you take that first step, our concierge, Sarah, myself, the entire community will rally behind you. We will rally behind you and take you to that next step. And so the thing is really about, do I trust myself enough to take the first step? Guys, it's so scary. And most of the people that are on here are women. And we don't believe that we deserve to invest in ourselves. We believe that all the money should go to our staff. We believe that everything should go to the families. We believe that everything should go back into the, to the synagogue, to the church, to wherever it is. Guys, you are the school's greatest asset. When you don't grow, nothing happens after. Stop trying to tell yourself the story of like, oh, but there's X amount of money. I, I should really put it into the staff. No, when you put it into you, your staff grow. When you put it into your staff, you don't grow. I can't tell you, I had a conversation with someone on um, the director in Florida, actually, she invested $5,000 in a conscious discipline training, $5,000 for a conscious discipline to come down and do this whole thing with her staff. So I was like, that's amazing. She's like, that's I can't invest in the program right now. Like I already spent $5,000 on conscious discipline. I was like, great. You know what? I want to connect with you in a few months or not. I want to see how it's working in your school. Anyways, I connected with her three months later. And I was like, so how's it going? Right. You invested all this money in conscious discipline. How are your classrooms operating now? Like, are your teachers really implementing everything? She's like, oh my gosh, honey, like I, I can't follow through with them. I don't know, hold them accountable to it. They don't want to do it. It's too hard for them. It's too this, it's too that. Like, it's really not at the level that I want it to be. And I was like, yes, I love you, my friend. But I told you this three months ago. And here's what I'm going to tell you again. You can invest millions in your staff in the best training in the world. If you don't know how to hold people accountable, if you don't know how to take people to the next step, if you don't know how to coach, mentor, motivate, and inspire, your staff will do nothing with everything that you give them. Nothing. They can't do anything with that. Because remember, teachers never rise to the level of our goals. They fall to the quality of their habits and routines. Their habits and routines are always here. You want them to rise to it, you have to rise. You want them to step up, you have to step up first. And so I see this again and again, people bring in conscious discipline, people bring in all these amazing trainings. It's amazing. I love conscious discipline. I love extra development, professional development for your staff. But that is a bonus after you know the skills of how to take your people to the next level. I told her, I'm like, it's toilet money. You took $5,000 of an amazing training like conscious discipline. And I spoke to her again six months later. And you're seeing nothing. You're seeing no return. No return. She's like, no, they're implementing a little bit. I'm like, no, 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 no. A $5,000, you should be seeing a 10x investment. You should be seeing a 10x return on those $5,000. So you should be looking at, okay, 
if conscious discipline is truly happening in the school, does my school now get rated as top rated? Like, am I getting a higher quality? Am I attracting higher quality people? Can I charge more tuition? If you can't do all of this stuff, why'd you invest the money? Why'd you invest the money? Don't do it. And I say this to every single person who comes here as well. You need to set hard and fast goals for yourself. Because here's the thing, when you invest, boom, the clock starts ticking. And your mind is starting to tell you, is this worth it? Is this worth it? Is this worth it? Here's the thing. It's worth it as long as you're taking action. It's worth it as long as you're taking action. And people are terrified to take action because it means you have to hold yourself accountable. And it is so much easier to blame the government, the economy, the world, the rabbi, the priest, the community, the weather, the president. Oh my God, the senator, the governor. It's so much easier to blame all those people why you can't have what you have. When really the reason why you can't have what you have is because you don't believe you deserve it. We do not get what we want in our life. We get what we believe we deserve. Hashtag in the comments. You do not get what you want in your life. You get what you believe you deserve. When you believe that you deserve this, you will get it. You remember Royale's story yesterday? When she believed that she deserved it, the board paid for her membership in a playground. You get what you believe you deserve. This is not about changing the school. The school changes as a ripple effect. This is about changing you. This is about you becoming the leader that you want to be. Because when you change, everyone changes after you. The teachers, the parents, the children, the entire community. That's how you create impact. That's how you create culture. It starts with you and it ends with you. It starts with you and it ends with you. Okay, let me go inside of here. Who has some more questions? You get what you believe you deserve. Exactly, Erica. Let me see those in the comments. You get what you believe you deserve. You get what you believe you deserve. Okay. So yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I'm going to share my screen now and I want to show you guys um, a couple more things um, inside that are inside of the membership. So I get a lot of questions like, okay, what are the actual systems that are inside the membership? So I want to show you some of those actual systems. Okay. You guys need to be doing classroom observations. You need to be getting into the classrooms and actually observing teachers and creating metrics and performance reviews for them so they can go to the next level. Well, one of the trainings inside is classroom observations. And so we have an entire framework. How do you observe in the classroom? We have the entire checklist. Here's what to do. Here's how to um, follow up with them. Here's the accountability challenge. And we also have the video over here. Then we have the teacher development plan. These are the six performance keys. So this is the assessment that you give your teachers every 90 days so they can assess where am I in the journey, right? The six performance keys are the six key areas that teachers need to grow in to be a teacher of excellence. Classroom management, children, standards, teacher communication, personal and parents. So let me give you an example here, okay? Because there's so many people are like, how do I know where all the teachers are holding? How do I create, you know, performance plans for them? All right, let's take an example from here, okay? Over here is children, right? How many times have you asked a teacher, uh, how's your engagement, right? So many of you on day two, on day three of culture, you guys said, what you want to see is teachers really engage with the kids. Well, here's how you know if it's really happening. You give them this diagnostic tool and they rate themselves. Rate your ability to share an anecdote about any child in a classroom in less than 60 seconds. So a teacher that truly has a beautiful relationship with a child should be able to answer a question, uh, should be able to say something about a child in less than a minute. 
If they can't, it means that they're not really engaged with the child. Because let me ask you a question for all the mamas that are in the audience right now. If somebody came to you and said, hey, can you tell me something that your son Mendel did this morning? I can rattle off 20 things that he did this morning. And then if someone comes to me and says, hey, can you tell me something interesting that Goldie did? I can tell you a bunch of things that Goldie did. I can tell you anything that any of my kids did because I'm so intrinsically connected with all of my kids. Well, guess what? When I was a teacher, I was able to do the exact same thing. Anyone who asked me, could you tell me something interesting about Charlotte? Of course I could. Here's what I want to tell you about Charlotte. Your teachers should be able to do that. And if they can't, that's okay. That's a goal. That's a goal. How many of you would love to have the six performance keys? A diagnostic tool that was tested on real teachers. This is our, I, I forgot what iteration already. I've sent this out to multiple of our clients to test it on other teachers. Come back, give me feedback. Tell me what's working. Tell me what's not working. I bring it back into the school. They test it out again. What's working? What's not working? What's missing? What's confusing? Bring it back to me. Let me change it right? These tools are not ripped off of Google. This is not that crap. This is real stuff. Yes, exactly, Jackie. So this is the six performance keys that you give to your teachers every 90 days. So we have the assessment. We have a training of how to actually implement it. We have a follow-up system. So you know how to hold your teachers accountable to it. The entire process is in here. Okay, so if you want this, make sure to apply for the director's inner circle. Make sure to apply because that means it's in your heart that you really want this and you're ready to implement it. You want these strategies and tools. So make sure to do that. Okay, so let me show you some other stuff that are inside here that I know all of you guys really, really want. Okay, so inside here, this is the membership vault. This is where everything is. Okay, so inside here, this is, I'll just show you like, here is, let's say, for example, an entire training on how to run effective meetings. So you guys have meetings all the time. You have meetings with your staff in the morning. You have staff meetings. You have curriculum meetings. You have professional development meetings. You have all these kinds of meetings. How do you run them? What if I had an agenda script? What if I had, excuse me, a step-by-step -step process of how do I follow up after the meeting to make sure that everyone who said what they were going to do at the meeting actually does it? right? That's over here. That's inside the six performance keys. So this is your membership portal. This is where all your resources are, all your stuff. I'm going to show you that in a second. So this is inside of here. Um, so the director's inner circle, Amanda, is application only. So if you think you're a good fit and you want to learn more, make sure to apply and we get on the phone and we'll share you more details um, because it's a curated program. We only let a certain amount of people in. Um, so it's really handpicked selected. So when you join, you're surrounded by amazing people because your time and your energy is important to me. So I do not allow you to be surrounded by toxic people, which is why we're so careful about who comes into the program. Only positive, happy, motivated people who want to be solution-oriented and truly build a school of excellence. Okay, so let me show you something else over here, okay? This is our grab-and-go resources, okay? This is our section here where when you want just a quick PDF, something quick so that you can go and move on to the next stage, okay? This is the difficult conversation template. This is our template step-by-step -step of like, okay, how do I call a meeting with a teacher? How do I start the meeting with the teacher? How do I listen during the meeting? How do I set the standard of the meeting? How do I handle obstacles during the meeting? What do I do when a teacher starts crying or blaming during the meeting? How do I gain clarity during the meeting? How do I use the PAR framework, which is our proprietary process? And how do I close the meeting with solutions? Step by step by step by step by step. Do you know how many hours you waste every single day trying to figure this out? Do you know how much time and money you waste 
every single day by not having really good conversation with staff because you're flying by the seat of your pants, because you're absolutely flying by the seat of your pants, right? You need a step-by-step process, okay? So these are some of the grabbing a resource. We also have a parent uh, food appreciation guide. We have um, how do you create trust and connection with physical distance? We have questions to ask during one-on-one meetings. We have conflict standards. How do you write standards? Um, This is one of our newest ones. So we have a glow and grow, which is how do you ask your teachers to rate you? right? How many of you guys have given your teachers performance reviews and you're like, I really wish they knew what, I really wish I knew what they thought of me, right? I wish I knew, like, do I show up in the way that I need to show up, right? So this is a glow and grow. This is an entire assessment and a give to your teachers so they can assess your performance, okay? Who's ready for that kind of like, yeah, I want teachers to rate my performance. I want to be a better leader. I want them to rate me, right? Give me a thumbs up. Give me a yes in the comments, right? This is, again, I'm just showing you a glimpse of like, this is what we do here. Like, this is how we do things because you need that next step, right? If you're thinking about it, if it's in your heart, send that message. Okay. So now I want to talk for a second before I uh, go to the next thing is this is something that I hear all the time. Okay. Heather, amazing. Yes. For sure. Send that up. I saw your application. I'm going to follow up with a phone call. So Heather applied. Good for you for taking a bet on yourself. I love that. Um, oh, I love that. I love the idea of gathering feedback from my staff, getting really usable, actual, honest feedback. Amazing, Diane. Amazing. Make sure to apply so we could jump on a call so we could see if you're a good fit for the program. We'd love to have you join. Sarah, my team, everyone is waiting to welcome you guys with open arms. Everyone is waiting to welcome you guys with open arms so we can take care of you and we can take you to that next step in your success journey. So one of the things I hear all the time right before like, performance reviews are due or like, you know, who does assessments or performance reviews of the kids or diagnostic tools or needs to submit something for state, right? Where you need the teachers to submit certain paperwork. Let me know in the comments, who needs to have their teachers submit certain paperwork um, or do certain things? Or if you're an owner, you need your directors to do certain things and meet deadlines, right? We all need that. So let me know in the comments. want to hear from you guys while I take some water. Hi, Elisa. Awesome. Let me hear from you guys. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Keep going. Send those in those applications. Leap. Believe in yourself. Okay. Amazing. So yes, lesson plans are always late. Okay. Great. So here's what we have in our inner circle. Here is one of the processes that we put together. This is trademark. This is my intellectual property. It's called meet the deadline framework. And so this is a process along with a video training on how to help teachers meet their deadlines. So we have an entire framework when you sit down with staff and it's like, okay, here we need you to submit your lesson plan. We have an entire step-by-step of like, okay, here's where you submit steps, resource scope, materials, due date. Like we walk you through the entire process. And in the training video, I show you how to use it so that your teachers can start submitting things on time. I have to tell you a story that one of our owners who started using the meet the deadline framework, this is going back a couple of years ago when she started, when I first introduced this concept in like 20, 2019, maybe early 2018, 
Um, so she implemented this with her staff um, on supplies, um, where they had to submit their supplies by a certain date. She said that she saved $12,000 on supplies. Now, how did she do that? Okay, how did she use the meet the deadline framework and save $12,000 on supplies? Well, here's what she did. When your teachers don't submit their supplies in on time, you have to make last minute shopping, right? How many of you have run to the dollar store in the last second? How many have run to make an order on Amazon in the last second? Guess what? Last minute orders are always more expensive. Always, always. You have to pay for rush shipping. It's more expensive. You don't look at the price. You don't have time to cross C and see where is it cheaper. It's always more expensive. And so she was realizing how much money she was spending because her teachers weren't submitting their things on time. And so she used this framework and she started putting it in and she saved $12,000 on late orders. Here's the thing that so many of you guys, I, I, I want you to understand and I need you to understand the amount of money and time and energy that you are expending because you don't have the right systems in place will boggle your mind how much money you're hemorrhaging when it comes to turnover, when it comes to supplies, when it comes to energy, like I can't begin to explain to you how much you're wasting, how much time, money, and energy. $12,000 is a fortune. It's a fortune. And for what? Because she couldn't get her teachers to submit the order supplies on time. She used this framework, boom, right? So like that is so important to understand. That is so important to put into your mind and stop saying things like, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't... Yes, you do. Stop spending money on that and use it here. And boom, right? Like we have to make a decision from where we want to be, not from where we are right now, right? Benny HR terms needed here in, in California, always excuses for assessments. Exactly, right? We need to get them into the habit of doing things on time. Okay. So let's go to a couple more things here. Um, so I'm going to share my screen again. I'm going to share a couple more questions. So <clears throat> inside here, we have a couple more trainings. Um, this is conflict standard. No, I wanted to show you guys this. Nope, not this. Sorry. Okay. So over here, these are the entire parent section. Okay. Parents are the lifeblood of your school. Without parents, you don't have a school. Right. And so you need uh, systems of how to connect with parents. So inside here, we have our parent partnership workbook, which is how to lead and navigate these crucial relationships. So inside here is an entire system of the parent archetypes. I walk you through how to lead this staff meeting. How many of you have, you have spent hours planning for a staff meeting? Or hours sitting down and trying to figure out what should you talk about a professional development or trying to figure out like, <clears throat> okay, I have something going on. I need to talk to my staff or I have my monthly meeting. I don't know what I want to work on with them. Guys, it's all here. It's all here, right? This is the parent partnership. I'm sorry. This is the parent meeting playbook. So inside here, we have an entire playbook, which is the journey of the first signs of a red flag with children all the way up to the follow-up meeting. Okay. So inside here, just so you see, how do you prep for a meeting with a child with challenging behavior? Step one, careful observation. Step two, create three capsules of behavior. So inside these first two steps, we tell you exactly what to tell the teachers so they know what to observe. Then we go into categorizing. Then we go into steps of how do you prep? How do you prep to meet with the parent? What have you tried and what are you planning to do next? Then we walk through scripting. Then we go through matching. Then we go through what if the parents give you resistance? Then we go to how to summarize. Then we like, 
This is a step-by-step process. We do not throw you into the deep end without a life jacket and say, here, go figure it out. We walk you through the journey. We walk you through the journey, right? And then up here, we teach you, this is the highest stage, how to become more visible, how to do PR, how to create more parent initiatives, how to create culture. Like this is the experience. It's not just about the content. This is, it's a lot about the content because you need the systems and you need the processes. This is so much more about, okay, I need this. I need these trainings and systems. And I know you do. I know I'm talking to you right now who's saying, gosh, I wish I can have this, but I don't know if I can afford it. Gosh, I wish I had this, but I don't know if I have the time right now. Gosh, I wish I could do this, but insert the blank of excuse. And here's what I want to tell you. It's never the right time. You're always going to be scared. It's never the right time to get married. There's never a perfect time to have a child. There's never the right time to do any of that. We're never 100% ready. We leap. We leap. We decide, I had enough being here. I'm ready to go here. And most of the time when someone isn't ready to make that leap, it's because it isn't painful enough. And I can't tell you how many people have joined our program after years of suffering. And then they come and they're like, that's it. I can't anymore. I can't anymore. And then they join. Don't be that person. Don't be the person who waits until they're like on their deathbed. I can't tell you how many people have come to us with high blood pressure, with diabetes, with a heart attack. Like they are on their deathbed because they are not getting the systems in place. And then they come and then price doesn't matter anymore because now their life is on the line. Don't wait till your life is on the line. Because what I do want to tell you is it does catch up with you. Everyone thinks they're different. No, I got this. I can continue working like this. It's okay. I can figure this out. I just need to work a little bit harder. No, you don't. Stop working harder. Stop working harder. You deserve exactly, Tracy. Yes, exactly. I'm so excited to get on the phone with you and talk to you about the owner's program. You deserve not to have to wait until you're like panting for your life. You deserve to step up and make that decision for yourself. Okay, so here's what I want to leave you guys with today, okay? Here's what I want to leave you guys with because I covered a whole bunch of stuff here. And if anyone has any other questions that I didn't answer, please put those questions in the comments because I would love to answer them. And I want to leave you with this. When you decide in your heart that this is it, Like, I need to stop playing small. I need to stop saying excuses. Um, There you go. I'm getting, oh, we've had so many people come in who are ready to retire. They come here, they set up all the processes, and then they're ready for their exit strategy. And then when they go for retirement, they ask for more money in retirement. They actually get giant payouts and dividends and, and raises because they've set up so much infrastructure in their school that the owner's ready to say, hey, you know what? You've built this incredible infrastructure and operation. Like, I want to give you more as you exit and retire. So we've had a ton of people come into our program five years before retirement or three years before retirement, set up the right infrastructure, and then exited the company and enjoyed the fruits of their labor. Um, So absolutely, 100%. um, It is not too late. It is never too late. Okay? It is never, ever, ever too late. But here's what I do want to tell you is you need to decide that you're worth it. And you need to decide that you're ready to take that step and sit with yourself, get quiet, listen to your heart. Don't listen to the, I can't afford it. I can't this. I don't have time. That's monkey chatter. Listen to here. What is here telling you? Because here is telling you leap, go for it, do it, do it, do it, do it. 
And Veer is telling you, no, you're not ready. Stay put, stay still. You can't do it. It's too scary. It's too busy. It's too this. Alarm, alarm, alarm. That's where you are right now. You want to make a decision of where you want to be. And up here, there's no alarm bells. Up here, the person's telling you, come join me up here. Come join me up here. This is where it's amazing up here, right? Now, here's what I always say all the time. This is not euphoria. You will need to do the work. I am not a magician. I will not sprinkle magic potion on you and all of a sudden all your problems will go away. I will never, ever, ever tell you that that is what's going to happen. And any member that has come in with that notion that that's what's going to happen spent an entire year hemorrhaging money. Because here's the thing that you need to understand. I am not a magician. And do not come in here if you think I'm a magician and I'm going to sprinkle fairy dust on you and all of a sudden all your problems are going to be solved. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. You actually have to go into your school and implement the meet the deadline framework. You actually have to get into the classroom and observe the teachers. You actually have to get into your calendar and create time, theme days and time blocking. You have to do the work. When you do it, you will see results, but you have to do the work. And I say it a thousand times because I can't say it enough times. It's hard work and you need to do the work. And when you do the work, you will get these results. So thank you all so much for joining me here live. I hope that this was valuable for you to get your questions answered, for you to see what's possible, for you to see that you have, you don't have to work harder. You have to work smarter. You need to work inside a smarter system of systems and operations and all of these things that have already been done for you and a community of people and concierge and advisors who are ready to support you along the journey. So I want to hear from you guys. What is your biggest takeaway from today? What are you taking into the weekend or from the last couple of days? What are you taking with you? And remember, Monday, we're talking about the four types of inner team conflict. And I'm going to be sharing with you all the different types of conflict. This is a bonus session. Okay. All the different types of inner team conflict. And then on Tuesday, I'm doing one more session. We're doing an international roundtable. And you are going to be hearing from a director from Malaysia. You're going to be hearing from a director in Italy. And you're going to be hearing from a local director who runs a Head Start program. These are three incredible humans. So for those of you that are like, oh, but it doesn't work in my small town school. You'll hear from a director in Malaysia and how it works inside a third world country. Oh, it doesn't work in Canada or Europe, but you will hear from a director in Italy and how she's making it work in her school, even during a freaking pandemic, okay? These people are testimony that all of the excuses that you tell yourself are exactly what it is, excuses. Those are not reasons not to step up and show up for the world. Okay, here we go. Excited to start some of these strategies after a week. I love it. What happens when your subordinates are resistant? You are the person who makes the decisions. Pour into yourself, everything else will follow. Do the hard work, everything else will follow, right? Shannon, make the decision from where you want to be, not from where you are now. Right now, you're in a place where people are resistant. What would happen if I made decisions from a place where everyone's excited to get on board? How do I get to that place? How do I get to that place? Okay, I'm good enough and faith over fear. I love that, Aaron. I love that. Aaron, make sure to fill out an application. I would love to connect with you. I think you're a phenomenal um, fit for it. And I want you to really think about that for yourself as well. I have to do the work. Yes, you do. Exactly. You need to do the work. I love that, Mel. Love that. Okay, amazing. Tell me who else. I want to hear some more of your takeaways. Awesome. I really want to thank every single one of you for joining me here live every single day this week. I so appreciate your time and attention. And 
I appreciate what you gave us here this week. This is a gift for me as well. I love doing this. I love teaching live. Um, and so whether or not you take the next step with us, I'm so grateful that you were here, that you joined us, that you participated, that you believed in yourself, that you believed that this time was worth it for you. And so I really appreciate that you joined us here. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for being here live. Make sure to be here Monday. If you haven't connected with your advisor, please make sure to connect with her. Um, and I look forward to seeing you all on Monday. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. Bye everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey there. I want to invite you to join me for the strategic summer workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.